Well, this half hour, we're going to talk about interest rate hikes. The Bank of Canada is expected to announce a big one tomorrow, the biggest since the late 1990s. First, though, we were just talking about health care. The premiers have been in Victoria for the Council of the Federation meeting this week. Uh, All about health care, really. They've uh, presented a united front tonight, again, demanding that Ottawa sit down, first of all, to give them more funding, and second of all, sit down and hammer out something. They've been promised for a while now that those talks would happen. They have not. Benji in Winnipeg makes an interesting point. Tell the provincial premiers for me to put a stop to big fat bonuses for regional health authority managers and maybe there'd be more money for frontline health care. As much as I have no use for Trudeau in this case, it's uh, time to ask where the money is being spent on health care. Absolutely. That's what that's that's really the debate, isn't it? You know, you want more money? Absolutely. Don't we spend a lot of money on health care already? And talking to uh, the CEO of the Canadian Nurses Association early, earlier, I mean, money is part of the problem, but it's certainly not all of the problem. There are lots of logistical management issues here, workforce issues that could be fixed. There needs, you know what there needs to be? There needs to be a plan or a strategy out there uh, to make this happen. Anyway, back to our story. Bank of Canada tomorrow expected to announce a 75 basis, basis point interest rate hike. In other words, 0.75%, the biggest since 1998. Um, there was a 50 basis point hike back last month and uh, the Bank of Canada Governor Tiff Macklin made it pretty clear that they were still going to act more aggressively to try to bring inflation down to 2%. It's an awfully long way from that now, 7.7% in May, the highest in nearly 40 years. So, uh, you know, the U.S. Federal Reserve also hiked uh, their interest rates by three quarters of a percentage point last month. So everyone expects Canada will do the same. Now, interest rates are still low by historic standards. But a lot of Canadians are telling pollsters now, at least, that they're worried. They're already feeling the effects of the first hike. They're worried about further ones and aren't quite sure, some at least, how they're going to afford them. Well, joining me now is James Laird. He's the co-CEO of RateHub.ca. He's also the president of mortgage lender CanWise. Thanks for your time tonight. Thanks for having me, Ben. So uh, we're expecting a bit of a historic announcement tomorrow. It's been a long time since we've seen what could be a 0.75 or three quarter percent interest rate hike. Uh, what's your sense of where this is headed tomorrow? Well, it seems pretty certain uh, that it's going to be 75 basis points tomorrow. Um, the U.S. has already made a 75 basis point move. And um, during the Bank of Canada's last announcement, they were pretty strong and forceful with their language around needing to move quickly and by a large amount in order to get inflation under control. So the only surprise tomorrow is going to be if it is not a 75 basis point rate hike. For, for people out there who may be able, who are coming, try, struggling to come to terms with just how fast this is moving, uh, what do you tell them? What do you tell them about where this is going and how quickly yeah, it's going? Some, ben, I think some context is necessary. Um, Remember at the beginning of the pandemic, the Bank of Canada reduced rates by 1.5%, 150 basis points. And so far, before tomorrow's announcement, they've only increased by one and a quarter. So we're actually still, the Bank of Canada is still below where they were uh, February 2020. So we're still in the process of undoing the pandemic monetary stimulus. We'll move past that tomorrow. But, you know, the hope is that Canada has not gotten used to these absurdly low rates that uh, we've had over the last two years in response to the pandemic. So I think a bit of historical context is is necessary. I was, I was actually reflecting um, 
this the, the current rate environment that we're in, um, it's pretty similar. The, the rates are pretty similar to the mortgage rates that were available in Canada just before the financial crisis. Uh, just before the financial crisis in 2007, 2008, uh, you could generally get a five-year fixed rate for somewhere around 5%, variables a little bit lower than that. And at the moment, that seems to be where we're headed. Something five-year fixed between you know five and 6%, variable probably 1% lower than that. And if that's where we end, that's actually a fairly normal to low uh, mortgage rate environment by any historical measure other than the last 15 years have been uh, uh, unusually low. You've done a bit of work on this in terms of how people should be preparing, specifically those with variable rate mortgages with uh, home equity lines of credit as well, who may be impacted by this hike. Uh, what, what's your advice to them and what, what, what may it look like uh, for those with a variable rate mortgage in terms of their monthly payments? Yeah, so we, we've done an example. Um, the example includes the average home price across Canada of $711,000, uh, which was the average price in May. Um, assuming you put 10% down on that property, this 75 basis point rate hike will mean that your mortgage payments go up by $252 per month or $3,024 over the year. So uh, it's, it's definitely significant, especially for those who have purchased more recently at the recent elevated home prices. If you've owned your home for, you know, five, seven, 10 years, um, your purchase price was probably lower and the mortgage balance has had a few years to, to drop. So you think mostly about uh, the people who have bought, you know, kind of recently um, and uh, what their payments will be. Any advice for them at this point uh, as to what's coming? Uh the advice would be to um, budget for, well, I guess it's, it's, uh, it's tomorrow. So see what the Bank of Canada does tomorrow. Um, I think it's appropriate to budget for another 1% of rate hikes this year. Right now, the bond market is suggesting it might be less than that, maybe 50 basis points more um, after tomorrow's announcement. But yeah, budget. Um, if things are, are tight, then you, you do need to figure out what things you're going to cut back on. Cause of course the mortgage payment is, uh, uh, you can't really cut back on it. Um, so yeah, it's definitely, you can feel, uh, the squeeze for certain households with, uh, food prices and fuel prices and their mortgage payment are all going up at the same time. Um, thankfully, Ben, the, the labor market, seems still fairly stable at the moment. And the other thing I think about as well, um, Canada has saved a lot of money over the last two years during the pandemic. Uh, I believe the number is around 300 billion of extra dollar in, uh, on top of what we would save in, in a typical two, two and a half year period. So, um, you know, as long as the labor market remains uh, stable um, and rates don't, uh, you know, get out of hand, then, uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be okay. Tell me about the stress test, because of course, the stress test was meant to make sure that when this happened, uh, looking ahead to when this could happen, that homeowners would be would be in a situation where they could, in fact, afford this, even if paying a lot more for what you were already paying, paying a lot more for your mortgage is nothing that anybody really wants to have to do, right? Yeah. And, 
you know, the stress test right now is looking brilliant. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it's, it's important that anyone who's gotten a mortgage uh, since the stress test was introduced five years ago or so, um, they have a stress test. And um, it has typically been in and around 5%. Most recently, it's been at five and a quarter. It's been a little lower than that. I think the lowest it got to is 4.69. But it means that anyone with a variable rate mortgage at the moment, and even after tomorrow's assumed 75 basis point rate hike, will still very likely be under the stress test that they had to pass to qualify. So, um, you know, they, they had at the time they got the mortgage, they had the appropriate income to qualify for the rates, um, rates that are actually still higher than what we're going to be into tomorrow. So that should, you know, hopefully provide peace of mind for the industry generally, and hopefully uh, the individual households um, are also in reasonable financial condition because uh, the mortgage that they, they qualified for, they were stress tested at the time. So you don't expect this to cause sort of a jump in defaults or anything along those lines since the stress test is there? Yeah, the stress test is there. And, you know, again, a bit of historical context and this context generally is, is appropriate. Um you know, our, our best variable rate as of today is two and a half percent. That's very, very low. That means tomorrow it'll be three and a quarter percent. That's still low. Um, so, you know, people paying a variable rate of, let's say, low threes to low fours, uh, we should be able to do that. And that's what the stress test is there for. That's what uh, our mortgage qualifying guidelines are there for where we ensure people uh, have a full-time salaried income or that they have uh, a history of, of earnings if they're more self-employed. So um, yeah, households, generally speaking, they should be able to manage um, this rate environment and including tomorrow's 75 basis point rate hike. Uh, they should be able to manage. It's going gonna, it's gonna to put a squeeze on, on some people, but uh, like we're we're not talking about eight or nine percent here. We're talking about fixed rates around five, five and a half, and we're talking about variable rates and say the high three. So we should just make sure we're not measuring today's rates only by what they were last year and zooming out a little bit, uh, you know, and kind of thinking, you know, what these rates are actually not absurdly high at the moment. I'm speaking with James Laird. He's the co-CEO of RateHub.ca and president of mortgage lender CanWise. We're talking about the Bank of Canada's anticipated 75 basis point increase in interest rates tomorrow. Uh, that would be the largest since 1998. And just what that might mean for uh, specifically for homeowners out there. When we come back, we'll talk a bit more about uh, what it could mean if you're looking in the market to buy, for instance. Is this a good time? We'll be back with that. My guest this half hour is James Laird. He's the co-CEO of RateHub.ca and president of mortgage lender CanWise. Uh, we've been talking about uh, tomorrow's anticipated uh, 75 basis point interest rate hike from the Bank of Canada as uh, the Bank of Canada continues to try to fight uh, high inflation. Uh, this is one of the major tools in their toolbox is to raise interest rates. But of course, it has an impact on homeowners and all those out there who uh, who borrowed, in other words. Um, is this a good time, do you think? I mean, if you're in the market right now, are there we're, see- we're seeing a slowdown, I gather in some areas because this is having an impact. Uh, How are you seeing that slowdown in real estate? And is this a good time to be looking to buy if you've been on the sidelines for a while? Yeah, Ben, so we're seeing uh, 
more people go to the sidelines while we kind of go through this rate transition, meaning uh, first time home buyers are saying, you know what, I'm going to wait to see where the rate environment ends up before I choose to, to make an offer to purchase. Um, you know, reflecting on it, uh, if, if I was a first time home buyer and looking at the last 12 months, I would probably prefer to be shopping for a home right now with rates uh, higher than I would have liked it to try to buy a home this past January where rates were lower, but I could expect to compete with 19 other people in a, in a bidding war. So, you know, it has markets across the country. They have shifted to uh, certainly balanced markets, in some cases, buyer's market. And, you know, if, if it's a buyer's market, it's nice to be a buyer. Whereas uh, for most of the last five years, it's been a very strong seller's market. So uh, th- that's sort of the silver lining. And the psychology of people isn't, isn't really what I'm saying, but um, I actually would suggest it's a nicer time to buy now than it was uh, at the end of last year or the beginning of this year when supply was very scarce and you had to make a firm offer within, you know, a few hours of that listing going up. And that seemed to be a very uncomfortable time to purchase. Uh, I personally would rather uh, be able to take my time uh, with the mortgage, you know, mortgage rate of a couple points higher, uh, but take my time to shop, look at a few homes you know, have a financing condition, have an inspection condition, which you weren't able to have in most urban markets across the country these last five years. So that's what I expect to happen is at some point, um, probably after the rates stabilize for a few months, buyers will say, okay, the, the, the new mortgage rates are this and home prices have adjusted off their peak. So they're down whatever they are. Um, time, time to get back in. Um, so we'll see that demand from first-time home buyers. So current Canadians, you know, typically millennials or Gen Z who are trying to enter the market for the first time, we'll, we'll see the demand from them, uh, as well as we've got a lot of newcomers new to the country, new Canadians coming, um, 400,000 a year. Uh, and one of their first goals is, is often to buy a home. So um, that's where the demand will come from uh, in, in the months and years ahead. What do you see for this cycle then? What are we looking at? Because I'm sure you'll be listening tomorrow to see what Tiff Macklin has to say about uh, what could lie ahead for the Bank of Canada. Obviously, inflation is still high, uh, nowhere near the 3% they would like, 2 to 3% they would like it at. So what will you be looking for in terms of language tomorrow to see where the rest of the year could go? Yeah, and that's actually what I'm most interested uh, to read and learn tomorrow um, is how much of a forecast they give us for the rest of the year. Um, Tiff's language was very aggressive a month ago when he said, we're going to have to, you know, move these rates up a lot in order to fight inflation. Um, What I'm, I'm curious to see if he tells us about where he wants to end up, you know, do we have another 50 basis points, like a half percent uh, for the remainder of the year? Maybe it's one, maybe it's a quarter. Um, will he, will they, will the Bank of Canada signal to us where, where they see this ending? Um, what's, what's interesting, Ben, is the bond market certainly thinks that 
we are close to the end. Um, Five-year uh, Government of Canada bonds got as high as around 3.6 in the middle of June. They're, they're now down about um, a half percentage point. Um, and the bond market is essentially the marketplace is guess or estimate as to where rates are going in the country, where the Bank of Canada is going. And so the bond market is suggesting that after tomorrow's 75 basis point rate hike, we have another maybe half percentage point to go for the rest of the year. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if the Bank of Canada tells us where they want to end up and and what that number is. And that obviously will have an impact on on this cycle in the real estate market too. Where do you see that heading? Yeah, it's it's all about the um, it's all about the buyers. It's all about uh, demand. I think that. You know, and I guess and the sellers, there's been the last couple of months, there's been a little bit of a standoff between buyers and sellers where uh, sellers are saying, hey, my neighbor sold in February for this price. That's what I demand. And buyers are saying, well, it's not February anymore. And, you know, I'm going to need a lower purchase price in order to to jump into the market. Um, so, yeah, the, the way I see this playing out is um, we... Uh, the market needs to understand what rates are going to be and then home prices should adjust to reflect the new rate environment. And then we'll see a real estate market come together again. Um, it could be the summer. It could be after Labor Day. We'll have to see. But, you know, the demand for housing in this country really hasn't changed. We just, people don't really know how much they should pay for a house right now, but there's no change in the desire for housing. Yeah, you must see that. I mean, just trying to figure out any real estate market now is anyone's game, right? It's hard to figure out what you'd pay for something in in you know in Toronto, a semi-detached house in Toronto or Vancouver for that matter, because the prices seem to be shifting around so much all of a sudden. Yeah, and there's actually um, maybe ironically, there's there's actually been more stability in the major urban markets um, than in the suburbs. So the you know Toronto core, for example, it did not go up as much uh, as the surrounding suburbs during the last two year kind of pandemic price increases. And Toronto core is holding much more firm than those surrounding suburbs. So, you know, the, those surrounding suburbs, they went up by strong double digit percentage points um, each of the last two, two and a half years. And now many of those places are down 10, 20%. Uh, whereas Toronto is down maybe one, two, three percent over over its peak. So there's actually been there was more stability on the way up, and we're seeing more stability on the way down. It's sort of those, uh, you know, I'm going to leave the city and get some more space in the suburbs. Those types of areas we're seeing more downward pressure on the prices. James Laird, as always, fascinating. We'll be watching. Uh, we'll hope to hear from you tomorrow to see what your what your take is on what uh, the Bank of Canada has to say. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Thanks for having me, Ben.